0: Maybe. Sam, I can't believe I can't believe that he had his 18th show right before the year's end, and nobody told me.
1: Rage more blocks,
0: right? Ah, they always they always get me. They just they just can't let me win. Trolling OP, riot nerf now. <sighs> I don't know how I feel about this. Actually, I know how I feel about this. I this I'm 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 pretty angry about this. Like. This is 8-Bit, episode 18, the bane of our show. On Sunday, January 6th, 2013, and now, ooh, Minecraft! This episode is hosted by Ian Buck and Ian Decker, with guest Joshua Anasike. They all knew, they all knew that Sam had recorded his 18th show a couple of days before we even got here, and then they didn't tell me, uh, intentionally. It was mostly Ryan. It's all Ryan's fault. Ugh. We need to get rid of that guy. Let's just... We don't. Yeah, we Are you kidding know. me. I I'll, I'll I'll f- love laughing at your
1: expense. Oh, t- <laughs> hey! <laughs> <laughs> Et tu,
0: Brutus, or something? Latin stuff. Et tu, Brutus. That one, yeah. Hey, I got it right. But that,
1: that was Shakespeare.
0: Whatever. Shakespeare spoke Latin, right? Actually, I wouldn't be surprised if so. he did. Mm.
1: Yeah. Hey, Josh. Why, hello there, Ian. It's Ian. the token black guy. <laughs> you die first.
0: Actually. I'm kind of ashamed to admit that it's been 18 weeks, and, and I think Josh is the first person who isn't white on our show. <laughs>
1: Ryan. <laughs> Ryan. <laughs> Does Ryan not count?
0: Uh, what? Well, Ryan's Ryan. Not- Ryan's the whitest person I know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no then again i suppose he's not even really human if he doesn't have to eat or sleep and he just photosynthesizes by his computer
0: light it's not easy being green
2: oh it's it's also it's not, not, not easy being cheesy.
0: no well i don't know it's easy being cheesy but then until you have to live with the consequences and then it gets kind of you know iffy <laughs> So this is this is Josh everybody. He went to Central with us, just oh, like hi. half of the other people that we've had on this show so far. And uh Josh, how did you get into uh gaming in general?
2: Um
0: well um I don't
2: know, as a kid I started with an N64. Eventually my parents bought me a PlayStation 2. I didn't get into PC gaming until you actually, Ian. You were like, hey, hey, have you heard of Steam? And I'm like, what's Steam? <laughs>
0: I'm so proud of myself <laughs> for doing that. <laughs> and you like, you should go on Steam and get Portal for free. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh my gosh, that was that June when they had Portal for free for a month and I was just like made all of my friends get Steam accounts. <laughs> and I, and I did. I'm pretty sure we did that on your laptop in, in math class. Probably,
2: probably. And then I didn't actually play it until a year old, a year later when I, when I got Half-Life 2 for like That's super dirt cheap. Right.
0: Yeah, yeah, cause we were in, I think we were in political philosophy class. <laughs> The next year and you, and you hadn't logged into your Steam account in something like, you know, 200 days or whatever. And I was like, Josh, Josh, you gotta get on Steam and get the, and get Half-Life 2 cause it's super cheap and you couldn't remember your password and we spent like a really long time on Steam support. Using my email address for your account to get your, yep. <laughs> to
1: get
2: your
0: account to back. get portal because I couldn't just make a new account and
2: because I wouldn't have portal it just, exactly it wouldn't be okay but then, <laughs> but then I got half life two I'm pretty sure i I'm pretty sure I paid like five, maybe ten bucks for half life two and episode one and two, and then I was like, okay, I have these games. Let's probably actually play them. And then within like a week and a half, I was in love with Steam and had already started buying stuff. It was awesome.
0: And then we went over to Leaf's house that one time and you logged on to Steam on his desktop and started playing Half Life 2. Oh
2: god, the graphics were so much better.
0: (laughs) Which is funny because it's Half Life 2, which came out in 2004. And so, like, just wait till you
1: see the stuff on my desktop. Oh, yeah. It's probably about as good as yours is, though
2: yeah I know the honestly
1: graphics wise
2: the computer at my that my pa that i was using that was my parents' old computer was it i i thought it was a really good computer and then I played on Leaf's laptop compared to my parents' desktop and it was it was ridiculous. it's funny when that happens yeah anyways and then and now
1: my now my mother's desktop is now more powerful than your current laptop too i'm betting ha
0: <laughs> But that's only because, uh, your mom's current desktop was built out of the old parts from your desktop, which we'll get to later. Yes.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and that's when I started actually paying attention to Steam and buying stuff on sale. And
1: I will be back in a second, guys. I need to go take care of some CF stuff.
2: Lord. I remember <laughs> Borderlands 2 and the Assassin's Creed series was the first, well, were the first obsessions I had where I just Like actually started doing bad in one of my classes because I wouldn't stop playing Borderlands. Oh my God. It was almost really bad. And then I quit Borderlands for, for, until the end of the semester.
0: (laughs) Well, Uh, I'm proud of yours. I'm proud of you for having that much self control at least. (laughs) (laughs) So I remember you talking about Ratchet and Clank a lot. And of course your Steam account name is named after Ratchet. So let's see. That's on the PS2, right? Yeah.
2: That was. That was the first video game series I can say I fell in love with.
0: Was the Ratchet and Clank series I Do you hear that tapping? Huh. Anyway, I think it I think it's when one of these microphones like bounces or something. There it is! What is that? I do not know, but it is
2: my <laughs> mic somehow doing this. I aha uh-uh. I've oh, I've solved that... the pro it's it was this tapping against this. I ah, got it. I have solved the problem
0: Let's
2: tuck it in here or something. Okay. There we go. Gotta use that education to at some point in time. We are um, so professional. Yes, we are. We are sorry for the tapping. It is <laughs> it is gone now. Anyways, but yeah. Um and then and then they in in the I think this was in the Ratchet and Clank series. They had a poster for the Jack and Daxter series, which I then of started playing that, and I and I really liked that one. Those the the first one was was like really cartoonish, and the second one was still cartoonish, but was freaking hard. It, that was one of the most difficult like um um games I played for the PlayStation 2. But I but it was when you beat a level, it was just such a, like a rush of like, accomplishment and and holy crap, I just did
0: that. And those, those games were three dimensional platformers, right? Yes. Okay. Have you ever noticed that, like, 3D platformers from that era, from that kind of console generation, they really like to put just floating pieces of land. And that's like their level design is floating pieces of land and you have to jump from one to another. Why do you think that is? It, it's, it, I mean, do you, do you think it was, like, a technical limitation that they, like, couldn't put more textures in there for other land stuff? Or was it just that they, like, couldn't think of a better way than floating land? I don't know. It's <laughs>
2: Jumping puzzles have, have always astounded me in that in that there's a lot of different ways that they've been done. But you're right. That's usually the way that they do them. And I'm sure it's easier to do it that way. Yeah. And plus when you have it a floating when you have just a normal just floating platform, you can have when somebody lands on it, you can have it drop after a few seconds. You can have, you can you have can it have, bounce. You, you can off. have it you can have it bounce you off. You can have it start moving up and down. Mm-hmm. You can you can even just have it turn over and there'd be fire on the bottom. That was a popular <laughs> thing in the Ratchet and Clank series. Wow. Yeah. And that those those are really annoying. Um well those were actually only in deadlock, but for anybody who actually plays the game, sorry. Um but i mean it, i just they're more versatile and i'm sure they're a lot easier to design and program if mm-hmm. anybody i'm sure you, i know you can't see this people listening but i'm holding my hand and using it as a platform oh yes <laughs> um i i don't know it just it was it's probably just easier and there's a lot more you can do with it
0: cuz like you know the 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 assassins creed level designs for you know for the the especially in like assassin's creed 2 and assassin's creed brotherhood for the the levels where you're you're trying to get to like a templar treasure or whatever those platforming sequences always just like blew me away with the way that it was like it was all it was platforming but it was done in a way that it was like believable like oh yeah Mm -hmm. this is this this is the sistine chapel under construction you know like And I'm just running around and jumping through between planks of wood and and climbing and stuff. And it was, you know, so it was platforming, but it wasn't like on floating land.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, you're making me want to just, just leave right now and play Assassin's Creed. Uh (laughs) Um, I'll start downloading it right now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, that was, I mean, like, it's not it doesn't actually change the play style but it changes the atmosphere it makes mm-hmm. it more believable and more like oh yeah yeah this is this is a like a, this isn't like
0: a cartoon game this is this is believable mm-hmm. and it was I, I bet it had something to do with the way that you know they were coming from 2d platformers and then conceptualizing platforming as a 3d thing um that kind of affected that because if you if you think of a 2d platformer they are floating blocks in space Mm -hmm. you know and you're just you know jumping around on those so like (laughs) (laughs) thank you thank you for that (laughs) the entire time Ian was talking i was just thinking mario oh yeah mario but then but then you take that and you if you just like directly translate that into three-dimensional space you're going to get floating pieces of land Mm. so i i mean I, i i bet that has something to do with it too
2: Okay, I don't know if this is some kind of weird flash game, but I know that there's some kind of game where you actually change, <laughs> change from two dimensions to three dimensions and then back to two dimensions
0: uh, in order to yes. get through the level. Is this Fez? Or is this? Maybe. Oh, or is it the one with the shadows? Um, where you have to like manipulate the shadows, um, and then those, those become your platforms. Cause I know that there was, I think there was an indie game that came out with that as the concept.
1: I've played a game like that with on, on Congregate, um, but I don't think that that's necessarily what we're looking for.
0: That's a great start to a story. I was playing this game on Congregate. <laughs> well, it was really
1: interesting because the way that you ended up having to do stuff was, on occasion was...
0: Oh, shush, Ian. No, no, no.
1: yes, please, pointing at your nipples.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) I was telling him to stop messing with the microphone. Well, he keeps telling me to move it closer. His hands were
1: like right there. It looked like he was grasping his nipples firmly between his thumb and his forefinger. And damn, was I turned on.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, remember the Mona Lisa comment, Ian? Totally happened. Totally happened.
2: What was the Mona Lisa comment?
0: I'm not saying. (laughs) Later. Wait, from which? During the Fringe. We'll talk about it during the Fringe. Everybody go listen to the Fringe if you want to know what the Mona Lisa was.
2: Curiosity. (laughs) You know you're curious.
0: I I probably remember this, but I don't remember It was what Brady said in the car.
2: Go listen to the Fringe.
0: Ah, yes.
2: You know you want to know what it
1: is. (laughs) That's only because it's Brady. Yeah.
0: We We should have him as a guest on our show for Flash Games someday. Someday. We need to do a lot of things on this show someday. So what were you saying about Congregate something? Oh, there was
1: this one game, I think it's called The Company of Me or The Company of Myself or something like that. Um, but basically you can turn your shadows into manipulatable objects. So your shadows you, you basically make a whole bunch of different playthroughs through a level and you get uh to jump on top of your shadows and then jump use your shadows as strategic ways to get to the next one. Like I know at least one time there was a point in time where I had to jump on top of my shadows then this entire block of shadows just started running forward and then you had to sort of jump off of each shadow's head as it eventually got to the next platform.
2: Okay. I I don't know if I've played the same game, but I know I've played something similar. I remember a level where I like ran in and just stood on a button for like I don't know how long the, like
0: the time paradox yeah, game yeah, right yeah, yeah yeah
2: yeah, you you like the first time I ran it I just stood on this button to open this door and then I stood there and then you like I think you have to like push a button to restart and then you have a, a copy of you that goes and stands on the button and then you can go through the door
0: and it, and if you somehow like end up creating um a paradox like something that is impossible to happen given the the multiple timelines that you're creating like the game is over like the universe implodes basically yeah,
2: yeah i i Lost last several times. <laughs> there was this, some level where something like you had a button that some moved up and then you have somebody go in there and somehow it exploded. I don't know. It's like
0: playing Portal 2 co-op by yourself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, with a computer right next to you? Well, that's just sad. With
2: two different computers?
0: You could do it. It's. I'm, I'm
2: sure it's possible. I'm sure it is. It'd be really challenging. i I'd challenge someone to do it.
0: Actually, no, I think I remember reading something about somebody who played through all of the Portal 2 co-op maps by himself and then he just, like, v- brought the other one along with him. But he never, like, used it for anything, actually. He just, you know, had to bring it with him. Really? To, yeah.
2: I thought they specifically made challenges that were impossible to do without... Apparently another- not. Interesting. Yeah.
1: Well, Interesting. On Congregate, so I signed in and then just looked at the game really quick so that we could... It's up on those show notes, by the way. Oh, good. And on the right on the awards, because Congregate is-, Congregate is sort of the Congregation of Achievement horse for just yeah. a good part of it. It says, Congratulations, you just won the Illusions of Grandeur badge and five points. See if you can <laughs> earn the next badge. Illusions of Grandeur. Easy, five points.
0: So you you just signed in and it gave you a badge? Yeah. Wow. This is Well, for... because I went to the game. Okay. Sounds Ooh, legit. I
1: should see if there's any more... of One of my favorite Flash games on here. There's one... Um, Oh, shoot. Why can't I cannot remember oh. it anymore. You play like this little purple devil who's trying to track down evil souls that have escaped from hell. Find something to convict them.
0: Purple devil them biker.
1: Hell. No, <laughs> but if the tables were turned, I would show you no
0: mercy. Is that a short joke? Hasn't he come up in like the last three episodes, Ian? I don't know. Something like that. He comes up a lot. I don't know why. He's obnoxious.
2: Obnoxious. You could you could sit, tell him he's obnoxious. He's just nuking your face off. Mm-hmm. That's why I don't much. play the game. Whatever. Yeah.
0: Whatever. Okay. Um. Give me a sec. Where's my favorite games? You tell me. Oh, right. just like fiddling with it. I'm fiddling with my multi tool, and that's not a euphemism. <laughs> In case
2: anybody's wondering, Ian is threatening me with a Good. with Fev- a Reincarnation. multiple that's what it's called. Device.
1: Look up the game called Reincarnation on Congregate or any other big Flash game site, and you will find using things. Are you going to open his beer or something like that with Ian? Maybe. Wait, do we have beer? No, but there is Diet Coke.
2: Don't tell them that. Tell them that we're drinking beer.
0: Ryan knows where all the bars are. Rahh! I'm gonna put that down before I actually spill anything. <laughs>
1: <That's your dad. laughs> Ryan, message from Ryan. Ryan. Drink.
0: <laughs> I'm not drinking that. I don't know whose mouth has been on it. Probably Matthews. Oh great. So, shall we do some headlines or something? Maybe. Yeah, I suppose. Okay. So, speaking of uh, Fez, we brought up Fez earlier in the conversation. It is going to be mul- going multi-platform this year, so this indie game released on Xbox Live originally, and it's been, you know, receiving tons and tons of praise for its crazy dimension bending platforming stuff, and now it's going multi-platform, so we're not, we actually don't know if that means it's going to, like, PS3 and and the Wii U, or if it's going to the PC as well, um, because I believe the creator said, originally said, this isn't really a PC game, um... Which seems absurd because anything can be a PC game. Yeah, yeah. That Mm -hmm. does
2: sound weird. Um, when I hear multi-platform, I definitely don't think, I mean, I definitely think, okay, it's going to go to the PS2 and probably the Wii. And I'm sure. Yeah, the PS2. It's
1: (laughs) the, dang it. We were talking. (laughs) Well, you know, they have all those indie developers over there in Japan that could make them for dirt cheap.
2: Yep. True. Okay. Anyways, I mean, I'm, I'd be surprised if it doesn't eventually show up on the PC somehow.
0: And if it doesn't go on Steam, it doesn't exist, pretty much. Unless it's Minecraft and League of Legends. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Or StarCraft. Okay, fine. Anyway. There are lots of so. exceptions to that rule. <laughs> <laughs> or Mass Effect 3, or blah... Yeah. It is not on Steam at all? No, it's not, because because obviously EA had just launched Origin, and they wanted it to be an uh. Origin exclusive. So, like, Battlefield 3... Mass Effect 3, The Old Republic, those were like the big ones that were only on Origin. Noted. Okay. I was wondering why I didn't see anything about for Mass Effect 3 or
2: for Origins Mm -hmm. on Steam. Now I know why.
1: Makes me want to flip some tables. Looks like
2: it's... I'm not going to flip this table. That would be bad. That would
1: (laughs) be bad. (laughs) Bad! As Josh would say.
0: Somebody do the next headline. All right. Um, Call of
1: Duty Black Ops. Oh, never mind. I'll let Josh get this one.
0: Call of Duty Black Ops
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I get it. (laughs) Well played, sir. Uh, Black Ops 2's first DLC is called Revolution. Contains five maps and a new gun.
0: So if there's a Black Ops 2, does that mean that you're being
2: replaced, Josh? Hmm. No, 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 no. It's... The first one was, was the first portion of, of my life and captivity. I actually don't know much about the Black Ops storyline. I've only played the multiplayer. Um, and the second one is the next part of my life. The next part has horses, I think,
0: or something. Yes. Ping? Yes, it does. Ping? Somebody pinged Matt. <laughs> <laughs> anyway.
1: So GameStick is a new Android based console by Playjam that aims to complete that, that aims to compete with the Ooyah. It is currently <laughs> in closed beta and they must meet their one hundred thousand dollars Kickstarter goal in thirty hours. It released in april twenty thirteen for seventy nine dollars. Seems like a better buy than a candle. It runs Jelly Bean on Amlogic's eighty seven twenty six MX processor.
0: I asked Ryan if that was a good processor, and he wasn't really sure. Um, it's, it's dual core. Um, whereas Uya's processor is supposed to be, uh, quad core. Um, and he said that a, a more interesting question would be if, you know, about the RAM, whether they're using DDR2 or 3, um, which would probably make more of a difference. But yeah. Well,
1: dance dance revolution.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Is that really what you think whenever you hear DDR2 and DDR3? Um, Yep. Oh, ditto. We need to educate you guys. No. Wait, wait. You're telling me that DDR doesn't
2: stand for Dance Dance Revolution?
0: It does, but it also stands for, this is the kind of RAM you have. (laughs) Nope.
1: I would like... (laughs) What's RAM? I I prefer to just keep it as DDR, as Dance Dance Revolution, because those are the sort of games that Alicia likes to play, and and then that makes me happy whenever I think
0: of that. I think it's really funny when people tell me that they have, you know, I just upgraded to 100 gigs of RAM. Like, um, No. I don't think you did. I think you're talking about your hard drive. Disappointed. Yep. Facepalm. So, Zynga. Remember Zynga? They're kind of going down the drain yeah. right now. So more of their games are being shut down, including Petville, Mafia Wars 2, and Vampire Wars. And unfortunately, Vampire, Farmville is sticking around for now. And they are also closing down their, uh, their development studio over in Japan. So. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, that's unfortunate
2: for Zynga, but I mean, I don't feel too sad. I, I was <laughs> really annoyed by how the Facebook notifications. Someone has bitten you in vampire wars. Join the war. Rawr. I don't think that's exactly what Zynga is, but whenever I hear hear of them, I always think of, of that.
1: I think everyone does. That's why they're going down the drain.
0: Yeah. I mean, they they, they are kind of the the symbol of the terrible genre of games that's just like, let's get as many people roped in to this game for long enough to get them hooked and then make them pay money. (laughs) Like, that's basically what all their games do.
2: Yeah. Except for when they ask me for money, I always quit playing.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Josh, why don't you take the next one?
2: Um... (laughs) <laughs> Games with dinosaurs have a history of mediocrity, but Jurassic Life is a Half-Life 2 mod Ooh, that might break that trend, considering it runs on the source engine and it looks beautiful. It is going to be a relatively linear. Let's watch the
0: trailer. Yep. And it's going oh, to tell okay. me... Oh, awesome. So most of this trailer doesn't have actual gameplay. It's uh, mostly showing us kind of the the scenes that we'll be able to see in the game, and they look pretty good. Like it's it's not Crisis, definitely not Crisis, but it's it, it looks really good for the Source Engine. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't think I've ever seen a car look that detailed in, in Source, ever. Oh, God. I don't know if
1: I'm ecstatic or... Well, I'll talk after this.
0: <laughs> after you guys are done. Nice textures on the uh, foliage there. Yeah. Like actually the, the bushes look better than the bushes in Assassin's Creed three <laughs> And oh. loading Ah oh, uh, There <laughs> it is <laughs> <laughs> uh. Ryan's internet Ah <laughs> uh. <laughs> Ian why can I hear it through yours?
2: That Triceratops looked pretty cool.
0: All right, so now, so now we've got him walking through the jungle with a big old shotgun in his hand. Ah! Oh, oh. Welcome to the jungle. <laughs> Clever girl. The dinosaur animations look a little, a little funny, but obviously this is a very early build of the mod. So, right? Yeah. I think like if you took
2: a Triceratops horn that knocked you back that far, you'd probably be dead. <laughs> Why can't you just kick the thi- the kick the tiny little raptor things? Oh, now he's walking
0: around with a bush knife. Oh, oh yeah, nothing can kill him now. Never.
1: No Nope. Don't shoot the T Rex. Oh, that scene! That scene. Yeah,
0: being in a kitchen with a Velociraptor is one of the worst places to be. But it. But he has a shotgun, so it. So it's okay. Well, I didn't see ah. the shotgun in his hand at
1: that time. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, little er, so a couple quick things. First up, uh, one little complaint about Windows 8 is that it still does not know how to play uh, embedded. YouTube videos and websites so I always have to go to YouTube and What? Weird. Or at least
0: something, that's what I've noticed. Something's wrong with Flash or something. I don't know. Wait, that doesn't even yeah. make sense. Hmm. No. Um. Maybe it might just be Chrome. I don't know. We just that, watched it in Chrome on Windows 8 and it would uh, on the website.
1: Well, maybe I'll just have to go and double check Flash stuff because it's been doing that for a little while. And then the second thing is little known fact about me but My biggest phobia is actually dinosaurs. When I was four or five, I saw Jurassic Park, and I had nightmares for about a month afterwards. (laughs) Sad phase. My biggest recurring nightmare still is with dinosaurs chasing me. So So, I apologize, sir.
0: By association, is another one of your phobias uh, John Williams soundtracks?
1: not by any means. Okay. <laughs> John Williams and Gustav Holst are my two favorite composers to play.
2: When I was that age, I saw Godzilla and I was in love with dinosaurs.
0: <laughs> Godzilla. <laughs> Which one, the American one or the Japanese one? Um, the American one. Okay. I
1: yeah, know. That
0: wasn't scary at all.
1: Godzilla wasn't scary at all. The thing is, I
2: saw Jurassic Park at th- I think around that age too, but I guess I just I'm just not afraid of dinosaurs. I mean, I would be if I was trapped
0: in a kitchen with a velociraptor.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Clever girl. The movie that but got so-
0: me as a kid was uh Temple of Doom, Indiana Jones. Oh. Really? But there's nothing in there that's like, you know... That that you're that you're specifically afraid of. It's like what? Well, well, I mean, it's like it's like all right. So I'm afraid of people like digging in my chest for my heart. Exactly. Well, duh. Of course, I'm going to be afraid of that. Like that's not good by any means. (laughs) What you weren't afraid of child slavery? (laughs) I don't think I had that like conceptualized at that point. (laughs) Are you not afraid
2: of um? Of flaming harpoons with with chickens on them going flying into your chest. What on earth are you talking Beginning about? Beginning scene in the restaurant when oh. he gets poisoned.
0: Oh, I okay. Well, that wasn't even the, the scary part of the movie. No, <laughs> no, it wasn't. I'm making
1: fun of you. I will have to reach no your time
0: for making love, Doctor Jones. We got company. <laughs>
2: I actually just watched Temple of Doom two days ago.
0: Nice. Oh
1: <laughs> what did he say? Oh, Kalima. For some odd reason, I was thinking Kami Kami Cow. Is what the <laughs> is showing his into his chest? But I know that that's not right by any means.
2: Kami Kami Cow. Kami Kami Cow. <laughs> <Com-tria>.
1: <laughs> that's an inside joke. We'll probably oh, have to explain on
0: the fringe. Probably. We need to get Kevin to listen to this. Listen to
2: the fringe for the inside.
0: So, what was the next one? Who's Uh, on the next one?
1: I am on the next one. Let's see. Ah, Kim Swift, who started at Valve, working on Portal and Left 4 Dead, and most recently made Quantum Conundrum, has posted her take on sexism in the gaming industry. She says that while she is nervous about talking about the worst of it, the positive far outweighs the negative. She believes that the solution is for women to be more visible, so that kids
0: will grow up with the idea that girls make games, too and so she she participated in the number one reason why and number one reason to be um twitter things um what are those called hashtags yeah hashtags yeah. and uh and she she really liked the idea behind number one reason to be a lot better than you know number one reason why because it was focusing on the positive aspects of you know the the best reasons to be a woman in the gaming industry so um yeah. A- an exploit in Guild Wars 2 that allowed players to generate as much ectoplasm as they wanted is being dealt with with uh, permanent bans for the you know biggest offenders. Um, and there's there's been a, quite a bit of lashback, especially uh, on the article that we've linked to. You can go just go and read the uh, the comments. Uh, you know, some people think that this is a great thing, you know, like, oh, they, they were clearly, they clearly knew that it was an exploit and yada, yada, yada. And other people are like, oh no, this game is so broken. And, you know, you can never tell what's an exploit and what was intended. And, you know, so there's some controversy around it, but yeah. Yeah. No. If you, if you can take an item and, you know, make multiple copies of it somehow, it's probably an exploit. So, nah. I mean, probably you, you gotta kind of think
2: something's up. Nah. Sure. Um the James Bond the James Bond games published by Activision have disappeared from Steam in Activision's online store. The three games are Bloodstone, Quantum of Solace, and Double O Seven Legends. More okay. information as it comes. Um huh. I'll do then like on the N sixty four, I don't think I've ever played a James Bond game.
0: Yeah, apparently oh, apparently which one was it? Bloodstone? One, one of the, yeah, I think Bloodstone was the one that got just like terrible, terrible reviews. Mm. Oh. So. James. I don't know, I mean, the, I mean,
2: the James Bond movies, of course, are just always going to oh, yeah. classics. Have but. you seen,
0: have you seen, uh, Skyfall yet? Yes.
2: That, yeah. I really like Skyfall. That was
1: great.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> also a big fan of Skyfall. I will that avoid one. spoilers, but still, yes, it was wonderful.
2: <laughs> oh my god, that one part, when you shot the one guy.
1: I know. So yeah, I remember. Spoiler, my bad. <laughs> that one part where James Bond was in trouble. Gosh, that always had me on the seat of my edge. Remember, <laughs> remember when he was in that car and they were driving? Whoa! What? Whoa! And when they were in England? Oh my God! Favorite <laughs> part right there.
2: And when he was talking with M? Whoa! Oh
0: man!
1: Gadgets. Oh, those weren't that exciting.
0: Yeah, actually, there weren't as many gadgets in that, but that was kind of the whole point of the movie was that. Yeah, well, yeah, it
2: was. But I feel like wait, by saying that, and if we go on about it, then that will possibly be like, oh, and not. I'm, oh. I'm not trying to be a spoiler.
0: No, Great. they did
1: bring in gadgets. Oh, I mean, oh and
2: yeah. okay, okay. I I don't even care about this
1: one. They brought back the original car. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so beautiful. Mm-hmm. They have a replica of it in the Spy Museum in DC. It is so much fun.
0: There's a there were a lot of great references to the early Bond movies in that movie.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, well, it was the whole fight about old versus new. Yep. Sort of.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely remember at one point in time, I, there was something, and I was pretty sure it was referencing some movie, some Bond movie that I haven't seen, and it felt really weird. And like I needed to go yeah. back and watch the entire series. Well, that's good
1: marketing right there. Yeah. All right. So, moving on because we're not a movie show.
0: And we already talked about Skyfall like a few weeks ago, I think.
1: Yeah. Irony in the highest form through Wellwater up in northern Minnesota. Users who try to access their Halo 4 stats through smart glass on Windows Phone 8 devices can't get on. For those not paying attention, that is a Microsoft game on a Microsoft console with a Microsoft mobile device. Good going, Microsoft.
0: (laughs) So Telltale, the makers of the highly praised Walking Dead episodic game, hope to work on a huge franchise like Star Wars or Half-Life in the future, and there are absolutely no objections from me on that. I actually haven't um, played any of the Walking Dead games. You should go, well, there's only one, Um, but you should go and buy it. Aren't there, okay, is it multiple episodes? Yeah, for it? there's multiple okay. episodes, but you buy, you buy all five episodes like it's one mm-hmm. game. And okay. at this point, you know, from your perspective, it, it's just like buying one game and there are like five chapters to it. Um, but if you bought it way back when it was first coming out, you know, you bought it and the first episode came out and then you had to wait for like a month and a half before the next episode came out. And then, yeah. Okay. So. Like, that was actually part of the experience was like, oh, my God, what's going to happen next? <laughs> yeah, no,
2: I'm
1: I excited.
2: I remember everybody like freaking out about just the about the TV show as well. But I read the comic books. Mm-hmm. I was I was uh, like chapters and books ahead of people were like, oh, yeah, the newest walking episode. Oh, you don't watch the show. So I don't want to spill on everything. And I'm like, dude, I already know everything that happened. You're not spoiling yeah. anything.
1: Well, they do differ because I've, I've read a lot of the graphic novels too. I read them before the show started coming out. Um, and I've seen some of the
0: stuff on the show and they differ a whole bunch. Really? Yeah. Now I actually want to watch the series. <laughs> and the, the the video game is a completely different, you know, completely different characters, completely different storyline, but it's in the same universe. Oh, my God. Good thing there's no water in that. Just like that, Ian almost killed everything. What? There there are no electronics in this room. None whatsoever. No. We're recording.
2: Anyway. No. Josh, move. (laughs) Move on. (laughs) Ooh, Minecraft. A Minecraft builder is making a one point, one to one thousand five hundred scale map of the world. Holy crap. Okay. Um, a good chunk of the last, of my last week has gone into Minecraft. I'm, a, I'm a big Minecraft player and, and Jesus Christ.
0: Quite frankly, that, that's just ridiculous. Like, if you, if you click on the link and look at the picture of, of the world, it's just incredible. Like, they have, they have a few screenshots. I, I think this guy is actually trying to make, like, accurate landscapes, you know, like the uh, accurate geography of the world. This isn't just like, you know, a, a rectangle with, with green for for land and blue for water. This is actually him putting, like, water where water needs to be, hills where mountains need to be, you know? And, like, holy cow.
2: This looks legit. Damn. For everybody that can, click on the link. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, I have a life, so I can't do that. Dino, Isn't it funny that we're, like, you know, podcasting about this visual medium video games, and then, you know, talking about how good it looks, but we're on a completely audio, yeah, medium right here. Yeah.
1: doesn't mean we can't. I mean, we could probably eventually set up something where we record it and throw it up on YouTube.
0: Yeah. It would look terrible, though. Probably. Well, my face would make it all better. (laughs)
1: Only if it's in the corner and out of the way. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) You and your boxers, though. That's something people would pay to see.
0: And in my uh, 3D glasses, and with a box on my head. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Those are some great sh- screenshots. Oh, my goodness. This, this, this reminds hey, me... Hey, guys,
1: i got to run more CF stuff. Oh,
0: my God. Uh, this is the bane of our show. What is... I, what are you even doing? Did you already leave? I think you left. Uh. All right, so the next one... Let's see, you just did that one. So, THQ, their original plan, um, what, back when they first... Uh, applied for this you know bankruptcy protection um the original plan was to quickly sell all of their assets you know to to this one uh you know firm and that that plan has been overturned by a judge because there were a bunch of other people who wanted to be able to bid on thq's uh stuff but they didn't have enough time to do that so now there's going to be a three-week period where they they to bid on <laughs> on the uh, um on the on the assets. And so hopefully hopefully this this will result in more money for THQ because you know the the bidding will go higher. So of course THQ is going for this. Well, I, the funny thing is originally they weren't. That wasn't their plan. Huh. I don't know why. Silly. Yeah.
2: Have any of you seen the Pacific Rim trailer with GLaDOS voice? I have <laughs> Guillermo del Toro has confirmed that this is indeed a a reference to Porto and it it is Valve approved. In the movie, the voice filter is slightly less GLaDOS sounding. Right.
0: Yeah, because in the the trailer, it's like spot on. It is like, you know, uh, Ellen McClane, voice actress, with the exact same voice filter on it. Yep. But then, apparently in the the actual movie, it's going to sound a little bit less than... Like, Gladys. I remember when I saw that trailer, and I was just thinking, what? What? <laughs> yeah, I think I, fir- I first saw that trailer with somebody who had already seen the trailer, and they were like, wait till you hear the voice. And I'm like, what voice? And I, like, and, you know, then there's these big robot, like, <laughs> you know, voices. And I'm like, "That voice? I mean, what are you talking about? And then Gladys comes on. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> for science. <laughs> for science. So it looks like the firefly mmo might actually come out sometime what because yeah so for a really long time uh you know the 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 game was kind of caught in this uh, limbo state because of copyright issues and, you know, licensing and stuff like that. Um, but their Facebook page has been updated, saying that they are going to start a kick, uh, Kickstarter campaign soon. Oh, huh, I didn't even know they were making an MMO. I, well, I mean, I, I don't think that they were actually making it, but they were, like, in the process of trying to get the rights to it from 20th Century Fox or whoever owns that. Okay. I didn't know they were planning on yeah. making one. I'm excited. I
2: I, 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 am too. I, I mean, I don't know what to think about this cause it, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I've of course watched the entire Firefly thing. I haven't seen Serenity yet though. I, I feel like I should do that, but I don't feel like I know enough about the like Firefly universe. To well, this is how you find be, out more
0: true is by enough. living in it in an MMO, which does sound awesome. Yes. <laughs>
2: Because who doesn't like cowboys in space?
0: Well, yeah. It's so funny when I tell people that premise and they're like, that sounds like so stupid. And I'm like, well, it sounds stupid, but it's awesome. Awesome. (laughs) (laughs) I hope, I hope that it it goes better than the Stargate MMO. Uh, I I feel like there's a good reason I haven't heard about this. Because it doesn't exist. Oh, same, same issue. Licensing. Okay. You know, they were in the middle of developing this thing, and then MGM just takes the license away from them. They can't make it anymore. Boop. Get dunked? Game gone. That's actually, that also happened to the third-person shooter Stargate Resistance, um, which actually came out, and I was planning on buying it. And then, like a year after it came out, they pulled the plug on the licensing and the game had to be taken off of Steam and everything else, and it's, it's just gone.
2: So, so you're saying it was available on Steam for a it year? Was, it, it
0: was not available on Steam for like fifteen dollars, and I was planning on getting it, but that was at the point in my life when I was broke and didn't have a computer ah, that could actually run it yet. Classic. So, um, I was waiting to buy it, and then gone. Did they refund the people that bought it? I have no idea because I didn't look into it because I didn't care because I hadn't bought it. Fair enough. Yeah. I, I mean, I'd like to hope so. I mean, Steam. Steam does have like part of their part of their agreement with the user is that yeah, if if for any reason we have to take something down like that, uh, you're you're most likely not going to get refunded. Like, and you can't sue us for that because you know, it, and it's in it's, it's, in it's the in thing the agreement that you signed, but um, knew, but didn't read. But then, but uh I mean, Valve has made exceptions to that. Um, like I believe when Crisis Two got taken down by EA, and, uh, what else got taken away? Something else got taken away. Um, and then, and then, you know, I, I think Valve was more reasonable with, then. Um, but yeah, God, EA's so dumb. That would really suck. It would, but legally, you're not, you don't own the game. You only own the license to play the game on Steam services. Right. Um, but I, I mean, I still just, I mean, if you,
2: if you downloaded it, they, I mean, You have to have Steam running in order for it to play. But, but you can play Steam offline. True,
0: yes. So So if you, so if you just keep a a computer offline all the time except when you want to download a new game, uh, and then, and then never have it online, yeah, you, you will be fine. (laughs) But that would be stupid. (laughs) Because the whole point of Steam is that it's online. Yes, yes. And then you would have to have this computer that's just like never like connected to the internet. Oh no, is Matt behind me? Here comes Matt. Matt's at the window. Ryan, go get him or something. Who is this Matt, and why? Does Matt he, Petchel. Why does he shine flashlights in the window? Because he's Ryan's friend, oh uh, he? he just jumped down. He's <laughs> yeah. he's ah, my eyes. <laughs> so. <laughs> This is the point where we would normally move on to a main topic, but one of the main topics is Ian's new desktop, and Ian's not here right now. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting, yes. And I don't really want to tell everybody about it, even though I was there for the whole thing, without Ian being here. Uh, so... Can we do a recap on his old desktop? Yeah, uh, sure. So, <laughs> Ian's old desktop uh, was kind of a joke, actually, um, because... so. Ian's parents basically made him get a pre-made desktop and then modify that in order to make his awesome gaming desktop. Well, there were a lot of problems with that. For one thing, as it turns out, the gateway desktop that he got, the power supply that came with that, didn't have any six-pin connectors at all. So he couldn't even put a (gasps) video card in there with with the power supply that was there stupidest thing ever so he needs to get a new power supply right hmm. he also needed to get what else did he need to get i don't know i think he he obviously got a video card for it. i don't know if he replaced the the stock processor that was there um i know that the the motherboard was still the stock motherboard but it was a, a crap motherboard like there was absolutely nothing special about it at all hmm. um and i forget how much ram i think he had like six gigs of ram in that thing originally um which is fine you yeah. know that's that's plenty um it's a weird number though. Like he had like four one and a half gig sticks in there, which it's is a weird. That is weird. It's a weird number. Um, but so yeah, so that was his and, and uh, his original graphics card was the 50 something 70 or something or other. Um, you know, AMD Radeon HD, you know, um, and, uh, and so, so that was and, and like the, the case itself is pretty small and not very, airflowy either. So, mm. I'm betting that it got really hot in there when he was trying to game. Um, obviously it worked just fine for him. You know, he he played, you know, Dark and Skyrim and everything and not quite at the max settings I bet, but uh pretty close. Yeah, is it pretty close? Um, and then he he upgraded the he upgraded the video card to the 60 6770 or something like that. Um And then he also tried to upgrade to 16 gigs of RAM, which the motherboard did not like. So his computer actually ran slower with 16 gigs of RAM than it did with six gigs of RAM. Wow. Yeah. Um, and then, so, so then he was like, well, someday, someday soon, you know, I think I'm going to go and, and get a bunch of new parts and, you know, we'll put it in a new case. We'll get a new motherboard for it. We'll, we'll get a new processor for it and we'll put all of the best parts from, from these, these you know, this old desktop and the new parts that we're getting, we'll take all the best parts and we'll put it into this new desktop and then we'll put all the worst parts, worst me being a relative term because none of them are terrible parts. Um, and we're going to put them in the old case and then that's going to be a desktop for my parents. Less good. Yes. Um, obviously because you know, it's not like his parents need it. Well, yeah. awesome gaming laptop, desktop, <laughs> <laughs> Freudian slip. And, uh, and then, you know, so then uh I was like, All right, so this is like our long term plan for this. And then the next day he's like, Hey, do you want to go to Micro Center with me? <laughs> because his mother his mother decided, well, if I want to put this on the two thousand and twelve finance sheets, you know, we need to go and buy the stuff at Micro Center today because it was December twenty thirty first. And so we took a trip to Micro Center, got all of the awesome parts, hung out with all the nerds there, and then came home and we spent like an hour and a half taking apart and putting together and it was great fun. That actually sounds like a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. And like and there there were some funny things too with like, you know, oh we had to we had to take off the um the, the CPU cooler off of the old one because we needed to be able to get the hard drive out of that and, mm-hmm. and, you know, the hard drive bay in his old case was just terrible and, you know, just, and so we had to take off the, the, the CPU cooler so we had room to slide it out and, uh, and so, as it took, you know, since, since we took the cooler off, we needed more thermal paste to put on, on the the cooler so that we could put it back on. And, and well, we didn't have any of that. So I had to call my friend Sean because Sean had some, you know, <laughs> thermal paste and he's the one who helped me to build my desktop back in Morris. And he's, you know, really into this kind of, you know, hardware stuff. And, uh, so he just came over with some, you know, Q-tips and, and, uh, alcohol, the rubbing alcohol. And we, you know, Scrubbed off all the old thermal paste, put some new ones, and then he left. <laughs> it was a great social call, you know?
2: <laughs> I was, when you when you said that you had to call another friend in, I was hoping that it would end up with you, Ian, and like five other five. specific
0: <laughs> specialists. All up in Ian's uh, all, bedroom. Just all <laughs> in Ian's bedroom.
2: <laughs> uh, it would have it been a great start to a New Year's Eve party. Mm hmm.
0: Actually, Actually, Sean did ask me, like, so what are you doing later this evening? Like, do you have plans for the New Year's Eve? And I was like, yeah, we actually have a bunch of people coming over to our house, you know, for for game night and stuff. And, um, sorry, Sean, you know. And, uh, so I guess since Ian's not back yet, I'll just spoil it and tell everybody what the specs on his new, uh, his new desktop are. Ooh. So the case that we got, it's a pretty good looking case. It's uh a Cooler Master, uh, half, whatever, whatever. Um and so it's 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 you know nice and black and industrial looking and and it's got some like funny ridges on on the front panel that uh Ian's parents said you know look like a klingon so we named <laughs> so 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 that's where he got the name for the desktop from is uh we we went to see the klingon christmas carol like last year or 2 years ago and uh you know so scrooge in that in that play is called his his name is scrooge So Ian's desktop name is Scooja. Naturally. Yep. Naturally. And, um, so that's, you know, that case has a couple of nice, uh, 120 millimeter fans right on the front and it's got a nice spot in the top to put a nice 200 millimeter fan. And, uh, I have an extra 200 millimeter fan that I'm going to give to him for that. Um, let's see. The, the motherboard is a nice, uh, AS rock, um, Z 77, whatever the model was, um, Really nice motherboard, pretty similar to the one that I have, actually, the one that didn't fry. Good. Yeah. I had an Asus one that that fried itself for some reason, and then Asus didn't cover the warranty because it was burned. Biggest bullshit ever. What did you do? I did nothing. We hadn't even, like, we hadn't even uh, uh overclocked anything at that point. We had done absolutely nothing to it. We just put it together, and then, like, a month later, it just burned. Wow. It was smoking. Like, I was surprised that the fire alarms didn't go off in the dorms. That's bad. Yeah, it was bad. Um, yeah, then, uh, somehow, somehow Micro Center accidentally sold us the, uh, the i7 3770K processor. Yeah. <laughs> Which is like $100 more than what Ian was planning <laughs> on paying for a processor. And, and we didn't find this out until we got home and I'm, and I look at the box and I'm like, wait a minute. This is the i7. This is a lot more than what you were expecting to get. Did they charge you for it? Yes. Okay. Um, because there, there was some confusion at like, at the, uh, at the register, cause they, they rung up the, uh, the, the, the case and the processor at the register. So, so when we got to the register, we just told them, yeah, we have a processor waiting for us here, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but somebody, but somebody else had bought the processor that we had waiting for us. <laughs> And so then they had to go and get the, the one and then they accidentally grabbed the 3770 instead of like the 3570 or whatever that we, that we actually had, were getting. And, um, so, so yeah, so now he has this really overpowered, uh, processor O-P. in his machine. Yep. Which is, I mean, fine. Cause now he won't have to upgrade that ever. Um, <laughs> well, by then he'd be upgrading his, the almost everything else. Pretty, pretty much, pretty much. Um, and it's really funny because it's like, it's, it's this totally awesome processor. And then he's using the stock Intel CPU cooler, which uh, is, is such a joke. Uh, so I'm thinking, you know, if, if we can, we should probably convince him to get a nice, bigger cooler. Um, yeah, I don't know what reason we're going to give him for that because the real reason is if you ever want to overclock it, then, uh, you want a better cooler, Does, but he's not going to overclock it. I, I was going to say, I don't, I
2: don't think Decker would. <laughs>
0: which is funny because he got the unlocked version, which is meant for overclocking.
2: <laughs> um, I mean, I'm not a big fan of overclocking either, but then again, I've never had
0: a desktop that was mine. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and it's, you smell burning. Did you hmm. check the motherboard? Nope. Still running. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> i I say that, and then the screens all go black. Wow, good job. <laughs> that timing was perfect um so yeah and then and then the the graphics card is still the uh, sixty sixty whatever seventy that he had before, and uh the sixteen gigs of ram actually work now, so he's yes. got sixteen gigs of nice ddr three ram and uh wait wait he plays dance dance revolution with his ram, oh yeah, all the time. <laughs> Those things can move their feet like no other. (laughs) Were we talking about uh, that during
2: the episode or on the Fringe? What? Were we talking about that earlier on the Fringe? It doesn't matter. I don't (laughs) remember.
0: It all just blends together, quite literally. (laughs) For more about DDR, look to the Fringe. Typing. So, yeah, typing, typing, typing. Um... What else can I say about the computer? Um It
2: sounds awesome. It,
0: it is pretty awesome. We uh we were playing Skyrim on it and uh recording the video at the same time, you know, like recording the the what was on the screen. Um and it actually did it quite nicely. Um so I'm yeah. assuming on Mac settings. On Mac yeah. At at the at nineteen twenty by ten eighty. And uh I mean everyone's there there was some like kind of video quality issues where you know you got some like weird like square check you know things um but uh it was it was pretty good um and the audio was actually synced up with it (laughs) which was an issue that i had had with uh with that program earlier (laughs) on my laptop we won't go there um and um oh yeah he has a blu-ray drive now Nice. He's actually had this Blu-ray drive for like a year and a half or something, but he never bothered to put it into his machine because he was like, cause, cause it was really hard to get the drives out because of the, where the, where the power supply was situated. And yeah, it was, it was silly. Um, but yeah, so we put that into the new one. And so now, and then we, uh, downloaded Windows 8 for $40. Um, and, uh, installed that on there. So now he has a nice, terabyte hard drive with Windows 8 and uh so jealous. <laughs> well, what you should be really jealous of would be the uh, processor? No, no, no. A, well, if if he was running, you know, Windows 8 on a solid state boot drive and then having a, a terabyte for his games. That's what you would be jealous of. And uh and I jizzed in my band. By the way, that's what my computer's running. <laughs> nice. I, yeah. So. Yeah, definitely super show is. Actually, actually, I have, I have a solid state for my boot drive, a terabyte hard drive for my games, and then a terabyte hard drive for media. Do you so have I've, that much music? No, I have, I have, I have some music, which is like, Do you have I guess like 10, 10, 10 gigs, but I'm, uh, I'm in the process of ripping all of my DVDs onto my hard drive. Oh, okay. Uh, so, yeah. You didn't but, let me
2: say my next joke.
0: Oh, what? Do you have that much porn? <laughs> You know, I never even think (laughs) about that. Like, it never even occurs to me that that's what people are going to think of when I tell them, yeah, I have like a terabyte hard drive for all my videos. Like, oh, my God. You have to be careful with that one. (laughs) Okay.
2: Um, But for anyone wondering, yes, yes, he does have that much. (laughs) Okay. So, believe it or not, but I'm – okay, okay. I mean, I shouldn't sleep around. Anyways, I'm still on Windows 7 and I've never used Windows 8. It's, yeah, if you have Windows 7,
0: you have like no reason to upgrade really.
2: Okay. I mean, I've, I'd imagine so, but what does
0: Windows 8 have to offer? I actually don't know. Um, I don't know anything about Windows 8. So, so the idea behind Windows 8 for, from Microsoft's point of view is, all right, we're going to introduce this whole new metro style. Woo. And it's a bunch of tiles and stuff. And, uh, basically this is so that They can install Windows 8 on tablets. And, uh, so this is, this is meant to be used with a touch screen. And, uh, you know, they, they, they came up with these tiles instead of, instead of, you know, having a mouse and a keyboard. Well, no, instead, instead of having like, you know, just the apps, um, as, as like a clickable button, like on iOS and, uh, on Android, they have these tiles, which obviously you could, you, you, you know, push them to, to, to open the app. But they can also display information that you might need to, to know from the app without even opening the app. Um, so that's, that's kind of the idea behind that. Um, however, if you're on just on a desktop, like we are, Metro style is pretty pointless. Right. Because everything's just built to be used with your fingers, but we can't do that. Um, so basically when you're, when you're on a desktop, um, that doesn't have a touch screen, the 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 start screen is your start menu. That's all you use it as. Okay. Yep. Um. And and there are other things that that came with Windows 8 that are that are good for you for you know, uh, like the the task manager has been re- reworked. Um, so it looks like this now. Um. So that's that's the performance and and your processes. It's, it's it's a lot easier to see like the important information. Um. You know about like which ones are using up more memory and and stuff like that. Um of course when you have 16 gigs of ram it doesn't really matter. Um and uh let's see they they introduced uh this thing called um storage spaces which is where it you you can you can take so this is meant for people who have like you know lots and lots of hard drives in there in there desktop, basically. Mm -hmm. And so you can take as many hard drives as you want and, and associate those with a storage space. And then the storage space becomes its own, like, virtual drive. Um, so if you want to have a storage space for all of your media, for example, like, this is what I would be doing. Um, you know, then I put all of my music and my videos and stuff in there. And those get replicated across those, those hard drives. So the, each, every single file is in at least two places. At least two. It, it, you know, the, the program, the storage space decides which ones go where, um, and everything, and how many places it's going to be replicated. But the idea is that, you know, if you have a hard drive that fails, you still have your, your stuff somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a, it's a backup within, within your computer. So, it's um, it's not only, not only is it storage, it's backup as well. Yeah. Um, and obviously you want to have it backed up somewhere else as well, if possible. Um, but that's that's one way to ensure that you're not going to just like lose everything all at once. Not ah, a single hard drive. Yeah, when you I mean, wh- if
2: all of them go, you're boned.
0: Well, that's obviously, but that's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well,
2: I mean, what if what if your house gets flooded and all and everything? Is, exactly. Yeah. yeah,
0: it's it's definitely possible. Like
2: you know, but I mean, I mean, when, I mean, when you get into the area of what ifs, I mean, then then when can you ever have enough backup?
0: Exactly. Uh,
2: Google. <laughs> what if Google goes down? What if Google crashes? What what if a meteor hits Not Google? Not going to happen. All of
0: Google? All, all wants... of Google. Well, then we're meteor all dead out. anyway.
2: <laughs> because Google is slowly taking over the world. Well,
0: they're everywhere. yeah. Distributed all over the place. Um yeah, though um I believe there there are other things that they've done with like multiple monitors where you can have um, you have more options of like, you know, where the taskbar goes. If you want the taskbar to be across all of your de- uh, monitors, you can do that. Legit. I, obviously, Ryan doesn't have that here because his monitors are all at different heights and that would be confusing. Um, yeah. His I don't really like this four monitor setup. It could be done better. Ryan will hear that.
2: I can't even see what's on the fourth one.
0: There's nothing there. Why? I don't know. I don't even know why he has that darn square thing anyway. Get a picture of Gordon Freeman up there or something. <laughs> Um, oh yeah, that's the other thing. Um, on, uh, on Windows 7, you know, the only options for your background that you really have are, uh, uh, either having one image replicated across all of your screens or having an image stretched across all your screens. Lame. But in this, you can have like different photos for different ones. You know, you can basically play around with it as much, you know, good Good. as much as you can imagine. Um, let's see. Oh Yeah. Windows 8 can, uh, you know, the, the file explorer can open, um, ISOs and, um, whatever the virtual, the virtual hard drive files are called, uh, natively. So like, Ah. yeah. Yeah. So, so like an ISO is a disc image file. Um, so like whenever, whenever I rip, uh, one of my DVDs, it rips as an ISO. and so then I, I can only open those in VLC media player, um, because VLC is awesome basically. Yeah, it is. Um. But like, you know, Windows Media Player can't open them, even though it's a DVD image file <laughs> and Windows Media Player can open DVDs. Um, it can't open ISOs. Um, but in, in Windows 8, you just double click on it and it mounts it uh, on a virtual disk drive and then, you know, opens it like it would open a normal disk. Um, so you don't need third party, you know, like daemon tools or anything like that to, to open those kinds of files um other things that they've done with windows 8 obviously you know they they reworked the visuals of of what the uh, windows look like a little bit so like it's it's flatter it's not like looking like glass anymore it's it's more of a like the the idea behind all of that is that they're they're getting rid of all of the legacy you know like we're going to you know, in previous versions, they were like, well, we're gonna, we're gonna br- take your computer and make it look like something in real life. But with this one, you know, in Windows 8, they're like, well, let's just take it and make it look like it's a, not even real. You know, it's, it's there and it's, it's in its virtual space and it's just, you know, it's just flat. So, I mean, and the, it's not bad. Yeah. Um, I'm getting bored waiting for Ian to come back. How in the heck is he taking this long? He's a CF and he has important things to do. Yeah, he should set a time, a
2: time to set a part, a time to make the podcast.
0: Well, yeah. yeah, I mean, he, I assume he does, but a CF's work is never done or something. Oh. Yeah. I, you said it was, it was a collegiate, a what uh, what? No? Well, it's, it's basically, it's, it's, uh, a, what do you, what do they call it in Duluth? Cause we have CAs in, in, uh, Morris. Some people call them RAs. Oh
2: he's, he's okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, we we have our eyes. Yep.
0: So so he yeah, he lives on on some floor in some dorm and he's in charge of all of those little freshman people. I assume they're freshman people. Tell him to quit partying. Ha <laughs> ha. Do some homework. Well his semester hasn't even started yet, so Oh. It good. starts tomorrow. And and who and who and who needs to pay attention on syllabus day. Yeah. So, I guess, um, I can talk about, uh, Civilization V Gods and Kings, cause, uh, I, I, I we, I'm we talked jealous. about it on the way over. <laughs> I really want Civilization V. I don't know why I haven't bought it yet. Uh, it's still on sale. Um, they have the, the, the Steam sale. <laughs> 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 Ian secretly plans to spill a Diet Coke uh, over all of the electronics in this room. I'm sorry, but. And, you know, Chances are my plan would be thwarted just by this thing. Like, it would just dump over <laughs> right on here onto the, the roll of, uh, paper towels and all get soaked up by the paper towels. Ow. That didn't actually hurt. Good. Um, what were we talking about? Civ 5. Civ 5, right. Um, so yeah, so, so this, this steam holiday sale was supposed to, like end on Wednesday or something like that. Nope. And and then they decided, well, let's just take all of the most popular games that were bought over the Steam Holiday Sale time period and we're going to have all of those as an encore sale. So there's a bunch of things that are still on sale. Civilization 5 is still on sale for 75% off. Yep. And uh, go buy it. I I was purposefully
2: ignoring the Super Steam Winter Sale. And so I thought, "Oh, it should be over by now, right?" And then I log on to Steam, and it was like, nope, we extended it. That's probably why they did that. <laughs> and for I, people like you, because I don't have money to be spending on video games right now. I have why? Too, why? I have too many that I don't have played. I haven't even started Mass Effect yet. Yeah, that's criminal.
0: I know. I I know exactly how you feel. Like I'm, I'm not even halfway through Bioshock One, <laughs> and I've already bought Bioshock Two. And you need to finish those before BioShock Infinite comes out. Exactly. Cuz that's going to be a great game
2: because I'm definitely going to be bl- going to be playing that after I buy it. <laughs> well, yeah. I'm... No, no, I I'm, I'm saying that I'm going to buy it and then not play it for a couple months. Yep.
0: <laughs> I think I think a friend of mine uh did that with Crisis 2. He like bought Crisis 2, didn't have time to play it right <laughs> at, at launch and then ended up like Having to wait until the D- uh, the DirectX 11 version came out anyway, and then it looked much beautiful or much... So... I can do English. He can speak good English. Um, so...
2: Interesting. It worked out better for him to not play it.
0: Yeah, first. which is funny. Um, but anyway, so Civilization Five: Gods and Kings, I hadn't actually played, uh... Uh, that expansion pack yet because my brothers hadn't gotten it yet and i i don't really play many strategy games by myself i'd like to play with other people you know mm-hmm. um and so we just spent like the last two days playing tons and tons and tons of civilization 5 and i don't think that we've actually gotten past like 1500 AD in any single game we keep you know we keep getting to that point and then you know we go man i'm doing so terribly in this game let's start a new one <laughs> in a couple seconds <laughs> awesome okay and so but so um civ 5 gods and kings um, for anyone who
2: wasn't paying attention during the fringe ian is actually seeing hexagons and hexagonal grids on maps when <sighs> he closes his eyes yeah it's
0: it's pretty bad um but uh so so Civ 5 when it first came out, um, it was kind of, you know, a lot of people weren't sure if they were going to like it better than Civilization 4 or not, um, because it just changed so many things about the game. Um, most people agreed that the combat in Civilization 5 was much better because they have hexagons on for the map instead of squares, so it's a lot easier to tell uh which units can move where, wh- you know, who can who can shoot who and stuff like that um and then also there's no there's no unit stacking so you actually have to be strategic about where you place your units instead of taking all of your units putting them on one tile and just having the giant stack of death go and you know ravage through your enemy's territories um and uh so so that obviously was an improvement but then a lot of people you know were kind of complained about the way that civilization 5 didn't have any religion it didn't have any espionage didn't have any um i forget what else they they took out um but a lot of people were complaining about those things um and gods and kings actually brings pretty much all of those things back so that's why it's called gods and kings get it um and so so you know you have you have faith um which is kind of works similar to culture now. Um, and when, once you get enough, um, faith, you can, you can, uh, st- get a pantheon in one of your cities. Um, which means, which, which will give you some certain bonus and you get to choose which one you, you get. So you get, you know, different bonuses depending on which play style you want. Um, in, in our current game, I am the Arabians who already have, uh, a unique building that, um, oh, unique buildings. I think that's, that's one of the things that wasn't in the original Civ 5, but was in Civilization 4 was unique buildings. Um, and now they have unique buildings for each civilization now. Um, but so my, my unique building is the bazaar, which, you know, is a, a much better than a marketplace and it gives me more gold. And then also my, my civilization's special ability is that making uh trade routes between my cities gives me an extra gold. So basically I'm just floating in the money, you know. Nice. And uh and so
2: disregard females achieve currency.
0: <laughs> it, it <laughs> took me a moment. Um but yeah, so so you know and 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 in this game I'm sitting in this area with just like tons and tons of luxury goods. I I've just had like sugar and and uh you know spices and incense and uh, they're all over the place and i've got so many plantations you know getting my bananas and and all of these wonderful resources and uh and so i went and got the pantheon that uh gives me an extra culture on those spaces where i build um where i build plantations so basically i'm swimming in gold and i'm swimming in culture so i really like in in this game once you have enough gold you can basically focus on whatever you want to focus on Like, because you can afford to do whatever you want. Um, be, especially since you can, you know, pay gold to build things, like immediately, instead of having to build them slowly over time in your cities. Um, you know, you're never going to have an obsolete army because you can afford to upgrade all your units as soon as you have the technology necessary to upgrade them. Um, it's wonderful. Um. I haven't gotten enough faith in my, in my empire yet to found a religion. Um, so I haven't actually seen that part of the game yet where you found a religion <laughs> and then that gives you certain bonuses and stuff. Um, but I know that, uh, Jonas got a religion and one of, like, so, so in Civilization 4, you, you had, you just chose between one of the five major world religions, um, and founded that. Or no, you didn't even get to choose. It was, it was depending, it was whoever got the, that, the technology associated with that religion first founded that religion and each religion like did the same thing for you. Um, but, uh, you know, you just, you just spread it around and, and had, you know, everybody convert to your religion. Um, but in civilization five gods and Kings, um, you choose like two different beliefs for your religion and those beliefs will give you certain, up uh, you know, bonuses And then, so I think Jonas got the one where, uh, spread the more, the more believers you have in the world, the more money you get. So he was swimming in money too. And he, you know, so he didn't have to worry about like anything. And, uh, yeah. So I, I don't, I don't really know what any of the other beliefs do. Um, but I, you know, I, I believe that (laughs) I was about to say that, um, I believe that, uh, you know, that as you progress, you get to add more and more beliefs onto your religion and then get more and more bonuses. So, yeah. Um And you can name your religion whatever you want to. So, it doesn't even have to be, like, a real religion either. They will worship Bob. Bob. That actually sounds like something that would happen in Mass Effect. Like, some crazy cult worshipping Bob. And then you have to go and either shoot them all if you're a Renegade or, like, convince them that they're being silly. Go play Mass Effect.
2: <laughs> well, I would, but you're keeping me trapped here in this this locked room, force basement, to, to to speak into some some pop filter.
0: All right, Ryan, time to turn on the gas. <laughs> I wish I had a gas mask, because that would be really menacing. Yeah, it would. That would be bad cuz I
2: would probably like tackle you and wrestle the gas mask off of your face. Now that would make the show really interesting. <laughs> it would make it a lot more interesting if they could actually see us.
0: Well then cuz then the you know the the microphones will get knocked off the stands and then it'll just be like lots of noise and and you know then there'll be indistinct like shuffling as we're like you know <laughs> trying to wrestle each other. Well I, I would probably wouldn't be putting up much resistance because I'm Ian and you're Josh. And you play rugby, and I don't.
2: I played football. Played
0: fo- okay, played football. Right. For all of you that can't see, um,
2: I'm probably twice the size of Ian.
0: How much do you weigh? 220-something. Okay, well, I weigh 150. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> Ian's not back yet, and I've run out of things in the show notes to talk about.
2: <laughs> um... We can talk about, um, we can complain about Mass Effect 3 not being on Steam.
0: Yeah, but I already own it, and it's fine. Actually, actually, I kind of like um, EA having this unified platform for um, digital distribution now, because, for example, for uh, Mass Effect 2... I bought Mass Effect 2 and then I didn't find out. I didn't even know that there were DLCs for it for a really long time because they weren't being sold on Steam as DLCs like, like I'm used to, you know, like for, um, Borderlands, you know, they, they sell Borderlands on Steam and then all of the DLCs come out on Steam and it's like, Oh, I can buy them right there. Um, but, but for Mass Effect 2, you have to go and, uh, to BioWare's website, make a BioWare account, sign into that. And then give them your credit card information and, you know, download the DLCs. And it's really stupid. It's, it's a terrible system. Like obviously it's, it's not that bad on Xbox and PS3 because they have their, you know, unified Xbox Live and Mm -hmm. PlayStation Network that you, that the developers have to go through in order to sell DLCs, period. Right. Um, whereas on PC they can sell them however they want to. Um, because internet, because internet. Um, And so I didn't even know that there were these DLCs until like after I'd finished the game and then I found out about them. And so then I went and got them and downloaded them and went and played through the, the missions. And so, you know, the like, there, there were a few like characters that were introduced in DLCs that would have been much more interesting as characters if I had been able to recruit them. It, when I normally would have recruited them through the course of the game. Ah, oh, that's lame. You know, and, but, but as it is, I just had them for the one mission where I <laughs> recruited them and then the one mission where, you know, I, where, where I was like doing something for them. Mm-hmm. Um, oh well, nothing I can really do about that. Um, but yeah, so, but for Mass Effect 3, you know, it's, I bought it through Origin and then EA is, Selling all of the, uh, the DLCs through Origin. So I actually know when there are new DLCs coming out and I can actually buy them from the same source. It makes sense. It's nice. Um, so I mean, it's not like it's all bad. Um, I know that Ian's been complaining because Origin hates his computer and keeps crashing or something. I don't really know. I've never had problems with Origin ever.
2: I did, but then again, that was on my, well, I want to call it a crappy laptop, but it's not really that awesome. No, <laughs> um, oh, oh, but we can talk about borderlands 2. where are we ever gonna actually get the thing where we can all be playing and talking on the same thing at once? what <laughs> so when we originally I think this oh, oh my bad sorry, <laughs> I'm not the only one who wants to kill everything in here, <laughs> yeah, but yours is more lethal, well, not... it's just an
0: empty cup.
2: Whatever. Anyways, no, but a, a really long time ago, we were talking about um, y- y- uh, the the four of us, you, Decker, me, and Theo playing, and then like being able to like stream it or, or show it live oh, online or whatever. Right? Did we ever find out a way of doing that? Because we talked. No. Nope. We ever. We tried. We talked about trying to do it in Google Hangout, but for some reason that didn't work.
0: Um. Yeah, I think the only way that we'd be able to do it in a Google Hangout is if we had, if we all had Xsplit on our computers, and I, bl- and, and I haven't actually tried out the free version of Xsplit for this, but I'm pretty sure that you would have to pay money mm. to, in order to be able to get the game as a, as a fake webcam, you know, and then use that webcam in, in the Google Hangout. It'd be really complicated, and, it probably wouldn't work very well, mm. unfortunately. Um, but I mean, I'm sure that I would be able to record um, us playing and then I would just have to turn on the, you know, the, the windows system setting where I'm listening to my own microphone through my headphones at the same time. Um, and then, you know, so that I can record every, all of the audio. Um, we could try that. But I wouldn't be able to stream it. I would have to just post it all to YouTube later. I feel like that'd be fine.
2: Uh, yeah, yeah, and and then would when then would it be only be able to get it from your perspective, not all four of us? Yes,
0: yes, right. Which which, which would it would be okay? I mean, but that, it would be less confusing. That's true. That's true.
2: Although, okay. Um, <laughs> uh, I I feel like a like a like not even like a good kind of nerd for this. Um. On YouTube, there was this one challenge. It was some, it was something with Minecraft where there was four different teams of two people and all of them had like five minutes where they couldn't attack each other to like builds, to like either like build traps or build weapons or whatever to go, to go kill each other. Mm -hmm. And so what, what it has is it has like the, the like five minute build up and then the like time that they were fighting and you can watch each person's perspective individually. Oh my God.
0: Did you watch all of them? No,
2: no, I only watched one team. Okay. But you watched both of them? Yes. No, 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 I, cause each, cause there was only four different perspectives, it switches between the two teams. Okay, okay. So I watched one entire team and I watched like a few minutes of another team just to like figure out like how, what they did. That's and...
0: why you need four screens.
2: Yes. So you can watch all four of them at the same time. You see, you see, Rampersand's got, got it going on. Mm-hmm. He knows what he's doing. He is. He's, he's got everything under control. Oh my
0: god! Actually, if he tried to open four different uh YouTube videos, <laughs> and have them do, and, and have them streaming at the same time, and, and and then like try to like full screen all of them, he would. The universe would just break. The universe would break. I figured It'd be more just his
2: computer would just explode. Mm,
0: no, I think Flash would just create a black hole in this room and then you know suck everything in. Oh, look at that black hole! <laughs> The timing You are amazing the computer.
2: The timing of these of these computer screens going down is is just amazing. It is just always just right when we're talking about somehow <laughs> something happening. Anyways, um I don't I feel like it would be more just Flash would take control of his computer and then like take get wires just strangled Big- <laughs> percent to death. <laughs> ah, ah. The- <laughs>
0: He died as he lived with computers in his heart. <laughs> oh, call me ma! <laughs> <laughs> oh man. You know what actually this ma- is making me think about? Hmm. Uh, Captain Underpants and the toilets one. <laughs> when all the toilets come to life and start <laughs> eating people. <laughs> Oh my goodness, the, it has been too long. In this day and age, imagine. computers coming to life and trying to eat people would be worse. Yes, it would. Because you'd have more people around electronics than you would have people around toilets. Mm. And I mean, like, we I feel
2: like we're even more dependent. <laughs> uh, this laptop is attacking me. Um, and I feel like, in, especially in this day and age, we're like incredibly independent upon computers. Yep. Like, if they, if, if all computers became sentient and just rebelled against us, we'd be like, oh, well, well, fuck, they just launched a ton of nukes at us. What are we going to do now? My computers love me.
0: <laughs> My computers would never turn on me. <laughs> Don't you, Bianca?
2: You, you named your nexus Bianca?
0: Yeah. You, you've played through Assassin's Creed 2, right? Uh, oh, of course. Yep. Of course. Of course. I
2: approve. I approve.
0: All of, all of my computers are named after weapons. You knew that. Yeah. Yep. What'd you
2: name your, your new desktop? Sasha.
0: Of course. Of
2: course.
0: (laughs) Should have known better. And my next, my next desktop, whenever that happens, is going to be named Natasha. Isn't that the one, um. It's another one of the heavy weapons guys' miniguns. Okay. Uh, it's not the one that's like got one barrel. I think it's, it's another spinning one Mm -hmm. that, it's, it must be just like a level five or a level fifteen minigun. It's it's not like that special, you know. Okay. But uh, weren't you gonna name one after the rifle
2: that the one guy in in Ravenholm uses in Half Life Two? Oh yes,
0: yes, that one, Annabelle. Annabelle. Yeah. What Would you name Annabelle? Actually, that maybe that should be what I name my Chromebook. There you go. When I get my Chromebook, You're there welcome. you go. It's gonna be Annabelle. I I have this entire list in a Google Doc of uh of of. <laughs> computer names that I'm going to be using <laughs> okay. at some point.
2: I feel like after Sasha, well maybe actually probably before Sasha, my favorite is still Vera. Vera was great. Well,
0: yeah, cuz the 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 on tv com or whatever they are, um they, you know, the trope is named after I call it Vera. Like the the <laughs> whole trope of of naming your your uh weapon is is named after the firefly quote. So, <laughs> yep. <laughs> he was the original. Have you ever seen um uh Christmas story which has Ralphie the kid who wants his, the BB gun for for Christmas but uh, all everybody keeps telling him that he's going to shoot his eye out? Yes. So I was in I was in the play version of that two years in a row. So once I get a a, a smartphone, I'm going to name it the legendary official red rider 200 shot carbine action range model air rifle. <laughs> With a compass in this thing which tells time built right into the stock. (laughs) But you can call it Red for short. (laughs) That is awesome. And I can't wait for that to happen. Not only because it's a great name, but because I'll have a smartphone. (laughs)
2: <laughs> I just got my first smartphone a week ago. Ooh, what is it? This is the, the that's why you couldn't contact me until like yesterday. Ooh, what is it? It's uh Gally. T-Mobile Samsung Blaze. It's pretty cool. I have I actually don't know how to use it. How I have to fully never use it
0: heard of the Samsung Blaze. It
2: I it, it's a phone. It
0: it exists. Okay. Yaris. Finally it's I'm a bad. car. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. That's not the button. I'm trying to push this as the button.
1: <laughs> Ian, and stop breaking things.
2: He's, he's breaking my phone. I
0: was definitely about to put my own lock screen combination <laughs> into the
1: pattern. Nope. So goes. I'm assuming that this was yes. – that we've already ended the episode?
0: Um, No. Actually, we're, we're, we're <laughs> sort of waiting for you. We talked about everything and then we've just been goofing off pretty uh, much. We apologize, people who actually want us to
2: be productive on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh.
1: <laughs> right. Anyway, no, I was – I had to go and take care of some things. Apparently what happens here is over break – um, and I might have to run away for a few more of these. Oh,
0: three unread before. messages from Maria, huh? Mm-hmm. Really?
1: Yeah. Phone. No. Nope. <laughs> uh, 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 uh.
0: You're going to have to call it, come and take it from I my cold, your dead hands. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> well, that was smart of you. Anyway, I'm glad but, that we were able you, to resolve that peacefully.
1: What happens here is that, uh... Um, Apparently, like, the gunk on the inside of the pipes dry out over break, and so some of it will fall off and then get stuck in the bottom of the drains. Ew. And it'll make it so that the stuff on the top floors um, will be overflowing, will, or will be making the stuff on the bottom floors overflow. So I went down to go and attend to a guy's room who basically had a mini lake forming around his sink.
0: Ew. Why, why, wow. Why is this something that... You have to deal with like that. Doesn't seem like something well, I, that a... I called it in. Okay, I had to oh. call it in and then
1: run around with the campus safety officer and go around to all the floors above him and turn off all the sinks and Wow, like, turn off the water to all the sinks and then stay with the cleaning guy so that he could be in the room and clean the stuff up. And we had to key into the room next to us too. And apparently, there were some worms that had surfaced up out of that sink as well. So. Oh
0: wow! Is this something that happens on a regular basis?
1: apparently annually after every big break
0: and they haven't figured out yeah. that they should like fix it go into the rooms before kids come back i don't know that doesn't happen in every room okay uh, but
1: still i mean that i know so yeah worms coming so that was fun
2: <laughs> okay okay well, you said okay okay remind me again how you said that th- this keeps f- forming and happening every year
1: the gunk that's stuck on the inside of the drains dries out, and then it falls off and collects down towards the bottom floor of the okay,
2: drain. Okay, okay. That's still ridiculous, but okay.
0: Yeah. So, I'm Ian Buck, and uh, you can find me on Google+, Plus and on my blog, which is ianrbuck.blogspot.com, <laughs> and I am on Steam as Wolf Revo.
1: I am Ian Decker. You can find me on Google+, Plus, as well as on Steam as ds_bigfoot on Guild Wars 2 is Bigfoot.5140 I am Joshua Onosike
2: I am on Google Plus Facebook um, blog it. I'm also on Steam I, my username is Ratchet112 Yes.
0: and we'll have a link to your profile in mm-hmm. the show notes <laughs> so have a great week everybody